Thanks for tuning in today. You're listening to the official podcast of First Alliance Church in Great Falls, Montana, creating passionate followers of Christ. Well, greetings. Good to see you in the house of the Lord today. Glad you're here. And uh, we're going to try our best to keep you awake today. So, <laughs> Well, the message today is from um, Genesis chapter 3, uh, which you're probably familiar with a bit, but that's okay too. And the, the message is called, Everybody Wants to Be Somebody. And I, I guess I chose that title because, for one thing, uh, in, in life, what I've seen, that's true, that everybody wants to be somebody. And um, this will maybe put a little different light on that. Well, everybody wants to be somebody. Well, let's, um, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Uh, for your uh, spirit, Lord, moving in our hearts and drawing us near to you, Lord. And uh, we pray that um, your word would touch us, not just in our ears or our minds, but also in our hearts, Lord. And we thank you for the opportunity to to just uh, meditate upon it today. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, have you ever wondered uh, why there is so much conflict, uh, fighting, strife, divorce, jealousy, thievery, murder, and wars? Uh, not, a, not a nice list. Why is this whole world and so many people in uh, such a, a terrible state of conflict? Why are so many people unhappy? discontented, sad, miserable? Why are so many people thinking about these issues? We could say that all of this is a result of sin, and that's true, but there's even more to it than that. We could say uh, it's sin. We could also say it's injustice, and there's truth in that as well. But there are other reasons, and we're going to explore one of those reasons today. And I, I'd like to uh, go back to the beginning, to the book of Genesis, um, in the account of God's creation, uh, you know that is the beginning, and so we often miss so much in these first few chapters of Genesis, almost because it's maybe too familiar to us, uh, because uh, perhaps we've read this account often, and we just read it like a story uh, without really contemplating what's going on. So let's read Genesis chapter uh, 3, verses 1 through 5. 
And it's really uh, the chapter in my Bible here really says it's introducing the fall of man. And it begins, Now the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God really say you must not eat from every tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. You will certainly not die, the serpent said to the woman. For God knows that when you eat from your eat, eat it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. You will be like God, knowing good and evil. The temptation that was put before Adam and Eve is that they would be like God. They weren't happy with who they were. They wanted to be like God. And you know what? Nothing's changed. Even today, why is there so much strife in this world? Could it be it's because everybody wants to be somebody? Why is it that we go into a fit of road rage when we're cut off in traffic? Millions of people all over the planet are cut off in traffic in one way or another. Happens all the time. Nothing new. So why do we get upset? Did you see what that guy did to me? He cut me off. He cut me off. What do we say when someone says something cruel or stupid or hurtful to us? We say, well, you can't talk to me like that. Why do we care what they say? We may not even know the person. It's because everybody wants to be somebody. Why do children so often resist and fight their parents over nearly everything daddy and mommy wants them to do? Because, and parents, you know this, even at two years old, everybody wants to be somebody. Why will kids steal designer shoes from other kids? Because everybody wants to be somebody. Why do we get into a snit and storm out the door when our spouse says something we don't appreciate? Because everybody wants to be somebody. Why do some people struggle all their lives to become wealthy and surround themselves with every possible luxury? Because everybody 
wants to be somebody. So why? Why does everybody want to be somebody? Why do we so readily and eager, eagerly jump to our defense when slighted? Because in some way, perhaps hidden deep in our hearts, each one of us thinks and feels that we are a nobody. And if you think you are a nobody, you also think that somehow, in some way, you must become a somebody. Well, let's go back to Genesis in chapter 1, verse 27. And 28. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number, fill the earth and subdue it, rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Psalm 8, verses 4 through 5 says, What is man that you are mindful of him? The son of man that you care for him. You made him a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned him with glory and honor. The sad and strange thing about Adam and Eve is that God wanted them to be somebody too. When he created them, he created them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with honor and glory. This was mankind's prominent position before he sinned. The position of honor and glory God intended for you and I and all people was lost in Adam and Eve's sin than in ours. So to this day, we live that sin by scratching and fighting and scheming our way into feeling like we are somebody. When in our hearts, we know we are simply plain old sinners. But something has radically changed along the way. A man sent from God, a perfect man, the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who died on a cross so we could be forgiven, so that we could be restored to the position of honor and glory God had always intended. In Jesus Christ, and only in Jesus Christ, you and I 
are truly somebody. In Jesus Christ, you are somebody. So what are you, Mr. Christian, Miss Christian, Mrs. Christian? What somebody are you? What does the scripture say? In John chapter 1, verse 12, it says, Yet all who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. In Christ you are a child of God. You belong to him. John 15, 15 says, I no longer call you servants, because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my Father, I have made known to you. A friend of Jesus. Ephesians 1, verse 1 says, Paul, an epistle of Christ Jesus by the will of God to the saints in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ Jesus. To the saints. You are a saint. Ephesians 2.18, For through him we both have access to the Father by one Spirit. We have the Spirit, and we have access to the Father. And Colossians Speaking of Jesus says, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. We have redemption. We have been bought back. And the forgiveness of sins. Colossians 2.10 says, and you have been given fullness in Christ, who is the head over every power and authority. So not only do we have access to the Father, we have redemption. We're called saints and called friends and children of God. Colossians 2.10 says you have been given fullness in Christ. Fullness. Maybe you came through the door today and just kind of squeaking in, you know. But what Christ wants for you is fullness. To boldly come into his house because he loves you and gave his life for you. In Jesus Christ, you, 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 I shouldn't point, are somebody that God always meant you to be. Nothing you do in this life will ever make you more than you are in Jesus Christ. You may make a zillion dollars. You may be the first man or woman, perhaps, to walk on the planet Mars. You may grow up to be the president. But there is nothing, nothing you will ever accomplish that will make you the somebody God wants you to be.
However, in Christ Jesus, you are already the somebody the Heavenly Father wants you to be. After becoming a Christian, one of the greatest things you can never realize is that, is that you are somebody. You are somebody because you belong to Jesus Christ. And you know why that's important? You can be free. You can be free to be the person God wants you to be. Because your Heavenly Father has made it possible for you to move above and beyond the things of this world in every way. Realizing you are the somebody God created you to be, you can stop worrying about being a somebody without God. Living as a somebody God wants you to be, you can begin serving God rather than worrying about what others think of you. Living as a somebody God wants you to be frees you to be all you can be. You can be a God-pleaser rather than a man-pleaser. When the world tells you are a loser, you can say, no, I am not. I am a child of God, and I am free. I am free to serve God. I am free to be called all that God wants me to be. You're free. If God accepts you, if Jesus died for you, yes, yes. If the Lord loves you, yes. Cares for you, yes. Delights in you, yes. You are free from being a say a slave to the false judgments of men. In Christ Jesus, you can live in the light and the love of God's purpose and calling. That's freedom. That's freedom. So when someone cuts you down, when someone cuts you off, when someone treats you like dirt, when someone gets in your face, you can love them, you can forgive them, because you are already somebody. You are already the somebody God intends you to be. That is freedom. That is freedom. Because God loves you, and you are his child, you can then forgive 
bless and help the person who doesn't know the love of God. You don't need to defend yourself when you are the somebody God desires you to be. Let Jesus be your example. Because he knew that he is the somebody the Father intended him to be, he suffered the cross without a word, not one word of self-defense. When Jesus hung on that cross, he knew he was the somebody the Father intended him to be. And he cried out, Father, forgive them. Forgive them for nailing me to the cross. For they know not what they do. At his death on the cross, the Roman soldiers looked up at Jesus and said, Truly, this man is the Son of God. Because Jesus believed he was the somebody God the Father intended him to be, he was able to do what the Father intended him to do. And you know what? We can too. Satan would have you believe that you are a nobody. A nobody. This is, and I have to say, I'm getting old, and I've known a lot of people. And 99 and 91 of them that have talked to me often always feel like a nobody. And that's sad. Because God thinks you're somebody. And he gave his life for you. You don't need to defend yourself when you are the somebody God desires you to be. When Jesus hung on that cross, he was the somebody for the Father intended him to be and cried out, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And at his death on the cross, the Roman soldiers looked up at him and said, Truly this man is the Son of God. And because Jesus believed he was the somebody God the Father intended him to be, he was able to do he was able to do what the Father intended him to do. Satan would have you believe that you are a nobody. The lie of the evil one. And as a nobody, you must fight, scratch, and drag others down so you can be somebody. In Christ, in Christ, you are and are becoming all that God intends you to be. 
all that God intends you to be. Let us, let us believe it, breathe it, live it, and be the somebody the Father intends us to be. Praise God. May God bless you and bring this fact back to your memory and give you the greatest of days. Let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, that uh, you came into this world, you created this world, you created us, Lord, and you came into this world to redeem us, Lord, and to make us the people that you always intended us to be. And we thank you, Lord, for your great love for us. And we pray that as we go about our our future, Lord, that we continually remember that you gave yourself for us, Lord, and that we are somebody to you, somebody who is dearly loved by the Father. And we thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Have a great day serving the Lord. We hope you are blessed by the message today. Follow us on social media to keep up to date with church news and events.